0: You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports pod.
1: What is going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of The Philly Pod brought to you by TheLibertyLine.com. I'm your host today, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at the Philly Pod. Do the same thing on Instagram, TikTok, anywhere else you can find all of my Eagles content. If you're new to the show, uh, welcome to the show. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, listening, keeping up with all the things and information and content and this and that. that we're providing throughout the offseason, throughout the draft, and of course, leading up to the 2022 NFL season. Be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, anywhere else you get your shows. Be sure to rate five stars, leave those reviews. Been getting a lot of new ones recently, and it's been doing uh, great for the show. Can't thank you guys enough for supporting, leaving your opinions, telling us what we need to work on, telling us what you like, so on and so forth. You know Your guys' effort through that. Uh, doesn't go unnoticed and it helps us in the long run become better for you guys so so much appreciated on that front joining me as always you can find him on twitter at stephen conrad jr the man behind the booming the very robust booming it is on fire right now the liberty line youtube channel you can find him on instagram at real stephen conrad jr what's going on buddy we are here bright and early it's not that early, like nine thirty, but we earlier than usual. The podcast has been in a high demand recently. People have been hitting me up everywhere, asking me where the new one is because we haven't weighed in our thoughts on the trade and everything else that has been going on. How are you feeling, man? What's new with you?
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's one hundred percent why you know I the big trade. I think we all knew this was coming. The thought of having three first round picks was cool but then I was like why did I think this whole time that the Eagles were just going to you know keep all three and and use all three I never thought um, that
1: I never thought that for a minute I knew for I knew from the rip that he was trading at least one of them so th- when mm-hmm. this deal happened I wasn't I wasn't shocked per se so
2: <laughs> so the funny thing is though is like this there was a similar trade prior to the draft uh last year when they moved you know and they shuffled around in the first round and it came like it was that was several weeks before yeah that was several weeks before the draft last year and i remember we were all in shambles so it's kind of just like to put this into perspective guys obviously this podcast we're gonna sit here and break down this trade and everything like that but um take a step back and like if you look at this team this organization uh yeah from like a year ago compare it A year ago, you know, to now, you know, they were coming off of a four-win season. Uh, They made that draft day trade. Obviously, at the time, I didn't like it because I wanted them to get, you know, I was all in on Jamar Chase at the time when they traded back in the first round last year. But, you know, it worked out in their favor. Obviously, we don't have to get into the specifics. They got Devontae Smith, several other assets. Um, But now the team is coming off of a nine-win season. They made the playoffs. Like, for everybody that cuz i know they are out there there's some eagles fans that think this team's really far off and you know maybe it's not as as bright as they may think it is um I, i'm not here to tell you that they're going to win the super bowl next year i'm just here to tell you that this team made a lot of progress this last year and there's a lot of holes on this team but you saw how much they accomplished in just one year so maybe you know fast forward to a year from now if i'm still on this podcast next year maybe we're having a different you know conversation
1: yeah, I think the trade is, is – I think it was a good deal all in all for, for this year and the years. Moving forward, we'll be sure to break all of that down. Shout-out to the sponsor. As usual, SeatGeek is the leading mobile-focused ticket platform that enables fans to buy and sell tickets for sports, concerts, and theater events. They have the largest inventory on the web, provide the most bang for your buck, and have gorgeous interactive maps with 3D views that make finding the perfect seat simple. Use promo code THEPHILLYPOD when you sign up to get $20 off your first purchase. Your next best night ever is waiting. Philly's opening weekend this weekend. We got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And the way they've been hitting dingers all spring training long, it sounds like that these games are going to be must-see. So if you can get some tickets to get down to Citizens Bank Park and catch Schwarber and Bryce and Reese and uh, Castellanos and all these guys that are just hitting home run after home run, be sure to go ahead and get down there. Find your tickets through SeatGeek, promo code the Pod gets you $20 off your first purchase. So make sure you guys take advantage of that. So as we mentioned prior for the uh, the trade, for those that haven't heard, <laughs> for it happened a few days ago, the Eagles, all in all, the Eagles sent number 16 overall and number 19 overall, along with a six-round pick to the New Orleans Saints. In return, they got number 18 overall, a third round pick this year, a seventh round pick this year, a 2023 first round pick. So that's next year. And then a 2024 second round pick. So throughout this trade, they were able to maintain their number 15 pick. That's their highest pick. So they kept that pick. They swapped two first rounders. They swapped 16 and 19. They got 18 in return. And now they have future draft capital for next year and the year following. So two first this year, two firsts, next year with the QB class headlined by CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. And if Jalen Hurts seemingly works out, if everything works out next year, he's improving, he looks better, then you have assets to make the team even better. If not, and Jalen Hurts underwhelms, you then have the capital to go ahead and find the next quarterback or trade for the next disgruntled one or whatever the situation has you. So I have a very high grade on this draft personally. I think that the Saints came with a laughably a laughably favorable deal for the Eagles. I'm still shocked on why the Saints even like came knocking on this deal, unless they are in the minority that think that this is a deep draft and they can just fill all the holes that they need in this draft. But it's a QB week draft, you know, not, not very many QB prospects that should be starting day one. You have Jameis. It's a first year head coach. I don't know why they would kind of go and direct their assets towards this season when obviously next, next year's class is more promising on paper, but um, if the the Eagles are, are next year's are,
2: class or the quarterback class,
1: uh, well, the, the QB class is definitely better on paper. As far as mm-hmm. other positions, I haven't looked that deep into it. But strictly quarterbacks, I know is going to be better. I think we right. all we all know that. Uh, you don't believe in Jameis um, Winston. Um, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, we know what Jameis is at this point, so I, I I don't think he's like the QB of the future over there in New Orleans but basically the saints are telling everybody like we are going to load up on offensive line talent is what I think they're going mm. to do in this draft by getting all these assets. But what is your uh, overall grade on this trade? Steven, obviously you gave your, uh, your, your initial thoughts uh, when it, when this trade had happened, but how overall, what do you think this means for the Eagles now and moving forward as they try to get a handle on the QB position in this city? So
2: This was a great trade and, um, And you hear that everywhere. Like everywhere you listen, whether it's the Eagles media or just outside people assessing this, they all think the Eagles basically, you know, pulled off a heist with all the assets they acquired. Um, I was actually waking up from a very rare uh, afternoon nap when I saw this report, and it was a lot of pics. I'm sitting there, my eyes are kind of blurry. I'm just like, "What the hell is what's going on here?" And usually, like. This is the thing, man. When, when you see a trade, right, there's that moment where you read it and your brain like your brain's able to make like analyze it, right? Right away, I was like,
1: oh well, this is a great trade. Like that's what Out I thought away. right. Away. I just saw a bunch of numbers and I was like, what is going
0: on?
1: Because <laughs> it's like eight yeah. picks that were made in this in this deal. So it was a lot of a lot of moving parts. And then you break it down and you look at it and you realize that, oh, they only swapped a pick. And they gave up one this year to get one next year, which yep. we all assume they were going to do. An so.
2: additional third this year, a future mm-hmm. second. Mm-hmm.
1: That second in 2024 is going to be uh, well, people interesting don't, like, to figure out how they do The that.
2: value on, like, essentially a big part of this trade was swapping first rounders with them, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Our first this year for, well, we got one of theirs this year, but I'm saying we got, you know, we also got their first, um, their first next year, which. You know, the, the word going around is that the Saints have a really tough schedule. People don't expect them to be as good. You know, so with that said, it could be a really high pick. And that's where the value comes from. So the Eagles will have theirs, which I would assume, you know, it, you, we can't say right now, obviously, but like I would assume that the Eagles pick next year would probably be around pick 20 range if they finish like anywhere near what they finished this past year. And then that Saints pick, which could probably hover around, I would say, the Early teens, maybe around pick ten. Who knows, right? Right. Like maybe they just have a really bad season, or maybe they surpass, you know, expectations. But I doubt it. Now
1: with the first time, first time head coach, you have uncertainty at QB. They have a brutal schedule next year. I believe they're playing. They're playing uh, seven playoff teams, and a few of those teams are playing multiple times a year. So I, I, it's it's going to be tough. I think that pick is going to end up being top fifteen when it's all said mm. and done. And another funny part about this trade is that even after this. The Saints, the Eagles still pick directly in front of Saints, both picks. (laughs) Somehow the Eagles have picked 15. The Saints have picked 16. The Eagles have picked 18. And the Saints have picked 19. So the Saints, like when they analyzed this and made this package and came to the Eagles, like why they thought that they – so we want to give you an additional first-round pick next year. And in return, you can give us one. But you can pick in front of us both times. Like I don't know what the Saints' mindset was for this whole thing. I know they need to build that offensive line. But it's it's, it's I, I, the, the mindset behind this. from the Saints perspective, I'm not sure why this is. The good thing for the Eagles is that they still have uh, they still have 10 overall picks in this draft. First rounder sitting at 15 and 18. They have one second round pick, number 51, two third rounders at 83 and 101. they have one fourth rounder, three Ooh. fifth rounders, and then they have a seventh rounder because they gave up their sixth. In this deal, I'll I'll tell you right now. If
2: there's a prospect that they want that's within reach, a couple before fifteen, they're going to use one of those third rounders to move up and get them. I'll tell you that right now.
1: Right, that's what they did last year. Yeah, yeah. So I think that the the main takeaways from this trade is that Philly was able to retain their highest pick at number fifteen, and this trade gives the Eagles the future draft flexibility that Howie, you know, covets in these things. So they have flexibility. While having draft flexibility in the future, while giving Jalen Hurts another audition in 2022, there's no real downside to this trade. I think Howie did a good job, you know, of covering his own ass in this situation. He hedged his bets. If Jalen works out, we can use these picks to build a team. If not, we have the ammo to go ahead and find the next guy at the position. Now, executing these picks is always a topic of conversation, so we don't know what these picks are going to look like and what they're going to turn into. But on the, on the surface from strictly a value perspective, it's 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 a very good deal for Philadelphia. And I think now, Stephen, I'll, and I'll ask you this, what does this mean as far as the draft is concerned? Because I think now that they're down to one less pick in the first round, I think the probability of taking a wide receiver or a linebacker goes down drastically. Mm, the, really? I, I think so. I think they were both kind of luxury picks. Because Well, I don't want to say luxury because we, we, we still need a receiver but we all knew that that linebacker was only a possibility because they had this many picks. If they only had one pick, we knew it wasn't happening. So I'm not so sure it happens this time around. I think if I had to bet on it, they go defensive line and they go corner in, in the first round. What's what's kind of your takeaways as far as where the Eagles go now with only two first round picks rather than three? I don't think I don't
2: think that I don't see that's a thing. I don't think this changes at all. Oh, really? The it's you got to go I mean, we can sit you here. You still and think they
1: take a receiver first round? I I can't I wrap mean, if, my head if, around that.
2: If they like, it, I don't know who the hell they like, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would I would hope. L- let's look at this off season. How many wide receivers have they been linked to? Uh,
1: like so many. Them. The Calvin Ridley trade, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, there you go. Just say all of them,
2: all the good ones. So like, I wouldn't roll. I wouldn't roll it out. You know what I mean? When they have two first round picks. I definitely,
1: they're definitely going to go trenches. I'll say, yeah. The uh, like DL, like line. you, you know, one of those picks are solidified as Jordan Davis or wh- whoever they're going to pick. It's just that other pick. I don't think it's linebacker. I, I, I'll, I'll say it's a toss up between receiver and corner. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say that. Is that fair? That's fine. Because salt, you got Stingley. Well, and we'll get into Stingley later on. But you got Sauce Gardner. You have um, they who, who's the other guy they're linked to? McDuffie from Washington. I'm not really huh. sold on that guy, so I don't know why why I like why, the guy from Clemson
2: bad. more than him. Uh who? Who's the that Phillip Booth? Andrew Booth? Or is it Andrew Booth?
1: Who the hell is Philip <laughs> Booth? I don't know. I just like
2: I went length, size. Stop getting five foot eleven ten guys. Yeah. Give me six, Booth, two. I know, uh, Kier, Gardner, six two. know six two.
1: Elam is out there, so they'll, they'll figure it out. We'll talk about Stingley a little a little later bit. And one more nugget from from this trade is that the, the Eagles essentially and I know that this is like you know like the the, the scenario is over now, uh, but the Eagles essentially turned Carson Wentz into a first round pick next year, a 2024 mm. second, and a third round pick last year. Because you got to think you got the you got the third pick in the trade, and then you got the second that became a first. So they used the third, they traded the third pick last year to Dallas to get Devontae Smith, right? And then they traded the Colts pick I'm to the sure Saints. I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. And then they traded the Colts pick to the Saints to get the first round next year and the 2024 second round pick. So Carson is just racking up the picks while he's now on his third team in three seasons. So good on Howie by, uh, by, by, by doing that, you know, it's in hindsight, it was a great trade. You know, at the time we weren't too thrilled about it. Well, I'll I'll say I wasn't too thrilled about it while, while, while others felt differently, but you got good value for Carson Wentz now, obviously. So we'll have to see what, which direction they want to go in with the draft just three weeks away now with two picks instead of three moving on now to some other news as far as the secondary is concerned there are some still free agents out there headlined by tyron matthew who is still kind of taking his time he had a visit with the saints earlier this week but it was more of a meet and greet no real, you know headway was made as far as a deal is concerned now it's also been reported that the eagles have remained in communication with tyron Matthews. so we'll have to see i, I I, I, the Eagles have been in communication with a lot of free agents this year. So, the fact so, you know, we and they get into bidding wars with these guys. Christian Kirk, they won it for 13 million. He went for 18. They were in the mix for Allen Robinson. They were in the mix for Marcus Williams. And now, a guy like Tyron Matthew, who set himself as being patient, he said himself, I could be signed to a lot of teams right now, but I'm going to take my time. He might wait out the draft and see if teams don't fill their needs through the draft. And then they become more desperate. As, as you know, free agency and they get closer to training camp and all that stuff moves on. So, Stephen, as far as you, I don't know where your interest level is as far as Tyron Matthew, your 30-year-old who spent the last three seasons with Kansas City, 213 combined tackles, 13 interceptions, 27 pass breakups. Now, his projected value is $15 million per year. The Eagles have roughly $20 million in cap space. Is there anything there, you think, as far as the Eagles and Tyron Matthews? Is this a signing you would like to see? Are you, or is safety something you'd rather see them try and fill through the draft? I'd like to see the
2: signing. I mean, they there's they need they need a safety like bad. It's it's been an issue for a couple of years now. Um, they don't draft safeties high either. Like one was the last. What's the? I think Kayvon, right? Kayvon was the one. highest, and that's just you can't you can't do that. Like, you just can't do that anymore. Like, you look at all these teams that are drafting their safeties in the first and second rounds. They're getting these, like, just playmakers, these elite safeties early on. And there's no indication the Eagles are going to do that. So th- this is coming from somebody who my number one – my number one free agent target this offseason was Marcus Williams. Like, that hurt mm-hmm. not getting him because that would have mm-hmm. really been great for this defense. Um, for a team that doesn't draft safeties high or well, because let's just be honest, Kevin, what – Kavon Wallace has not really done anything in the pros Yeah, Nope. Um, You know, I'd feel much better about them just signing Tyron Matthew. And honestly, the the history of at least the Howie Roseman led Eagles has been him signing safeties in free agency. You know, Malcolm Jenkins, uh, Rodney McLeod, um, recent, you know, Anthony Harris. He's fine. He's average, which is you rather Good have point. average than, you know, you probably rather have him than Convon Wallace at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you there. When you look at the safety depth chart, you got Kayvon, you got Marcus Epps, you got Anthony Harris, you got like some guy named Jaden J- Jaden Mayfield. I forget his name. I was looking at the chart the other day. Uh, but you don't have a lot of depth there. And again, a guy like Tyrone shores up that secondary, they still have to figure out what they're going to do at corner. We'll see what they do in the draft or if somebody like Gilmore or somebody like that generates more interest as far as the Eagles are concerned, but they definitely, or Steven Nelson, who's still in free agency. He's, he's another guy who's testing the market. We'll see if he makes his way back. Uh, but Tyron Matthew would surely shore up that secondary. I could see him for a two, three year deal. 15 million. Uh, I think, I, I feel like he's going to get more than that on, on, on the market. And if he's past that, I doubt the Eagles entertain it, but for 15 million, that's his projected value. I will, I would surely uh, take that for two or three seasons from Tyron Matthew. We'll keep an eye on what's going to happen with him. So some more draft things. Now this is this is where draft fatigue starts to fed in because we're in like the 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 dead zone of the season where we're just waiting until the draft and we're getting mock drafted to death and we're just just reading and scouting reports over and over and over again every day. And now we're at the point where where we are undervaluing certain players that were at one point the number one consensus player in the draft. And I'm talking about Kayvon Thibodeau now, who apparently could reportedly slip down to 15. Now, word from sources in the league is that Thibodeau is expected to be drafted outside the top five and could potentially go down to the top 10. This is a guy that, once again, could have been could have been number one overall. Was was up there with Aiden Hutchinson and, and some of these other guys. Steven, I, I asked you prior to this. I'm surprised you 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 knew about Thibodeau. Um, but you you're pretty knowledgeable on the guy. If he if he slips, hard not
2: to. He was the number the consensus number one pick last I know, I, I I last know. Year.
1: but th- sometimes so, you, sometimes you you like to you like to read up on the uh, on the uh, sleepers. So I was, I was shocked that you knew you knew what you knew about Kayvon Thibodeau. But as, well, especially because it's a top need top for 10, the Eagles too. Yeah, you know? that's true too. The end, the end is certainly a need. But if it was up to you, and Kayvon Thibodeau slips slips out of the top ten, it gets to eleven, pick twelve. He's still on the board. Now I highly doubt this is even the case. I think this is just analysts and scouts just trying to trying to just well, yeah because I saw make a of of having
2: Malik Willis go top three like what are we doing top
1: three yeah see yeah this I saw just, it. see this is what happens when when you just read when you just <laughs> when when weeks just go on until the draft and people have nothing else better to do but if Kayvon Thibodeau goes slips out of the top ten are you rushing to the podium are you sprinting oh God, to the podium yeah, to take this guy.
2: We need, this was the worst one of, or the, I'll just say the, because I was so fed up with the pass rush in the NFL last year. You go get him. And I think the Eagles would do that.
1: Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I think the Eagles, when it, when it comes to a guy. There's another player the who's trenches. falling
2: too, by the way, at a position of need.
1: Mm. Who's that? I
2: wonder if the Eagles would feel the same with him because he's coming off of an injury. So
1: Not Stingley, right?
2: Yeah, Stingley.
1: Oh, Lord. Well, he's I, I think he was and he You he wouldn't the, you
2: wouldn't move up a couple spots if he fell.
1: Well, he was he was the, uh, the um the next the next guy on this list. I think Stingley abolished all those things with his pro day at LSU mm. cuz um the Eagles had their defensive backs coach over there and Stingley ran a 437 so he already showed that he's like that, that list Frank injury is just fine and anybody that thought he would potentially fall out of the top 10, I doubt that is a case now. Now, I would move up for a guy like Stingley. If he if he falls to eleven or twelve, um, but I, it's starting to look more and more like both him and Sauce Gardner are going to be gone, long before fifteenth, uh, overall. But yeah, but back but back to Thibodeau, The fact that apparently there's belief that he doesn't play with the same fire as other prospects and gives up on plays too easily. I think it's at the point now where analysts are just watching nothing but film and they're just nitpicking things at this point. Like you're just find, trying to find things that could potentially. They're saying that based off the
2: film they're watching or coaches they've talked to, because there's a difference.
1: Well, they're saying that they're saying that that's the word within like Oregon, and that's what people are gathering from film is what they're saying. Again, Mm. could be draft fatigue, could be just, could be just uh, like it's the the weeks are droning on. What what can we get any more information about this guy? Within Oregon circles, apparently he gives up on plays and this and that. Uh, But it's you know discipline you can teach that. You should probably
2: just stay away from Oregon as a whole. For being honest, ah,
1: uh, yeah, that would be that would, that would be a, a bad idea. But you it's have like that one t-
2: Phillies player. What he bought Ben Simmons' house as much as you know, oh, like yeah, he's probably I'm the honest. only guy in the world who could afford it in this area. Yeah. Like, I don't know, that's bad mode. Sage that, that know, shit man.
1: too. Sage, the, sage the shit out of that house Actually. to get all the dark energy. I don't know why you'd even buy his house in the first place. That's what, <laughs> I, dude. I be mean,
2: <laughs> I believe in all that weird shit. I'm telling you. Oh shit, you're a supernatural guy. Not Thanks. supernatural. It's just like it's just the mind games thing. It's just knowing that that man lived there, you know. Like Oh man, yeah, I don't. I, uh,
1: yeah, it would be it would be weird energy, for sure. But you had brought up Derek Stingley, and I had mentioned that uh, his pro day four three seven forty would have ranked top five among CBs at the combine if he had recorded that uh, at the combine. Eagles sent defensive back coach to work out Stingley, and questions obviously still remain about his durability, but at this point it looks like he may have outrun the eagles in this situation just based on his 40 time alone and we all know about Derek Stillian is he is fluid hips he can play man he can play press he is the he is the uh, ideal cornerback him and sauce are the ideal prototypical cornerbacks that can follow top receivers in the nfl steven which guy actually
2: playing on the sidelines too which we need we need that so bad what do you mean like on the outside Yes, that's what we need. We have yeah. the we have Maddox who's in yeah, the slot slot primarily up, so in the slot. slot. Yeah, so he's fine. um, they drafted a corner that's sh- that can play a little bit of both, but he's better McPherson.
1: in the slot. Yeah, come on, yeah, my boy, that's Gary probably going to get some outside time next year. Yeah,
2: yeah, we need who McPherson? Come on, man, let's not do this again. <laughs> I don't know, we don't know if he's ready for all that. Yeah, they he, that, they need to draft, man. They need it they do need a corner if they can get one in the first couple rounds. Man, See, this what, is
1: something Well Darius Slate turned 31 in January, so he's not getting yeah, any younger. You it's not even about
2: him. right. It's about obviously complimenting him, obviously, because they need more outside. It's about corners, finding but a guy like, for the future, man. <laughs> That's yeah, what it's really we about. We start having that conversation here in the coming years. So I'm not
1: trying to draft guys in the second and third and hope they work out. Like you have a, this is a cornerback stock booth, and even Kyrie Elam and Andrew Booth and some of these other guys. Like if we, if I need. I've seen Sauce go as early as four to the Jets and sub mock draft because the Jets would really. I need heard to somebody
2: say they think you can make an you can make an argument he's the best like talent in this draft. That's how
1: good he is. Who Sauce? Yeah, yeah. He's 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 shooting up the boards, man. I think I think he he's definitely gone before the the Eagles pick. Um, so we're gonna have to see if these trade up scenarios, um, do happen. But yeah, Stingley and Sauce. These are two guys that that are that are certainly going to be top corners in the league and are certainly going to get a lot of attention in the draft. The Jets are probably going to grab one of those guys at 4 and then you got pick 8 and 9, I'm not sure either of these guys um make it past that, so we'll have to see how how that all works out. As far as rumors are concerned, there's one going around and there's probably nothing to make of this, and I part of me didn't even really want to talk about it, but you have to because it's it's out there is the, uh, the AJ Brown rumors, and Jalen Hurts is stirring it up on Instagram, probably just having fun with one of his friends, um, but him and Andrew, uh, him and uh, AJ Brown have gone back and forth on Instagram a number of times, and now it's starting to, 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 to creep, like, could the Eagles make a play on him? AJ Brown entering the final year of his contract, now, let it be known, the Titans have made it loud and clear that he is not going anywhere, we're not shopping him, we're not looking to move him, we are planning to extend him, he's going to be around long term, but Steven is there. Is there a chance, him Metcalf? Is there a chance that that the Eagles can grab one of these star guys?
2: <laughs> You're telling me there's a chance.
1: You're telling me there's a chance. Is there? Is there, Mr. YouTube man? You made a Metcalf thing. What's going on?
2: Yeah, I did. Yeah, made a Metcalf video the other day. When when that blew up, too. well, that hasn't really been dismissed. I don't care what the Seahawks say. Um, I I don't, I don't know though. AJ Brown has been tweeting a lot of really weird stuff. I don't know if you noticed, like I'll just be on Twitter he's been and tweeting like
1: tweeting it,
2: really. Yeah, just like odd stuff, like oh, just wow. you know your typical like just you know you you can tell there's something going on in his head. He's not happy or something or conflicted. I don't know.
1: Well, nobody's happy till they get paid, and he's watching all these receivers get crazy That's money. What it Stephon is. Diggs just got an extension. He just got seventy million guaranteed. Obviously, we see the money Devonte Adams got, and you see the money that uh. That mm, all these this is a good. This killing. is a
2: good conversation. So for all the people oh yeah i saw you on (laughs) twitter yesterday here we go (laughs) Uh, i don't know what you're you're, what are you referring to because i I might be thinking something else for all the people that think oh oh, okay let me just get on this really quick um you know for all the people that are maybe upset or frustrated about not signing these receivers or whatever like and the receiver market's changed man it's different now these guys all these guys are all getting paid top dollars even like your complimentary receivers now because like let's just be honest that's what they are like juju smith prime example That guy's not a number one wide receiver, man. He is not Uh a number one wide receiver. His numbers declined as soon as Antonio Brown left. Shout out out to AB. Would be a nice would be a nice receiver (laughs) for
1: this locker room. Still a free because they need a still a free agent. Antonio Brown, free agent. (laughs)
2: Um, you know, with 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 all that said, you you bring up AJ Brown. There's a guy who literally directly compares to him who you could get on a rookie contract in the first round, and that man we've talked about is Traylon Burks out coming Uh out of Arkansas. And I'm sure the Eagles probably share that same mindset. I, I mean, I don't know, though. Like, would, would they would they prefer to – we always have this conversation where it's like, would they prefer to get a veteran guy or would they prefer to draft, you know, develop a young guy? But they have not had a good veteran. history tried doing that. They five times in the yes. offseason to
1: get a veteran guy. Yes.
2: <laughs> so so. – but I don't know. They have ten picks in this draft. Like this is the thing. People get so people get way too hung up over. Oh man, they're gonna draft a receiver in the first round three years in a row. Yes, well, I'm one of those. that. People. I'm one who, of those. People. Who cares? Who ca- I do? I well, do. you should care, but. <laughs> they have ten picks in this draft. They're going to draft a wide receiver. Who the fuck cares? At some point. What round at it's some in? Point,
1: yes, I care. What round it's in? If it's, I'm not wasting another first round resource yeah, but, on a receiver. Like, that let's just could be Potentially honest, like, not work out. I'd rather much rather have a third round receiver that doesn't work well, out. Yeah, and I don't have to cry about it. Right. So. Well,
2: prime example. He drafted Andre Dillard in the first round. We needed. We needed somebody to come. Hey, he's a good, and good piece. In, he's a good piece. Oh, get yeah. the hell out of here. We needed a guy a good who needed to fill in for Dude, Jason Peters. He was Peters, decent last and year. He simply hasn't done that. He simply he hasn't done year. that. He got beat out in training camp. His seventh but during round injuries... Pick, okay. Jordan Maialat, a seventh-round pick, is a franchise... Uh, was he a seventh-round pick or undrafted? What is he? I always uh, get he it He was seventh. Seventh-round. He is now the franchise left tackle. He just got extended big top dollars. So, like, to sit here and be like, oh, man, can't draft a wide receiver. Draft a wide receiver in the first round of the next eight years. I don't give a shit, man. Whatever it takes <laughs> to, to make this team better, if that's... When you're whatever pick you're at if that's the best player on your board and you you have a hole at that position, take it. I'm tired of this whole thing like, "Oh, we need this, we need that." I want superstars here on this team. That's why this team so you draft is two, a 500
1: so, team. So you want to draft BPA in the draft, best player available. You don't care about position, you don't care you about You
2: tie in needs with it, but you <laughs> the best you got to just, dude, there's so many holes on this team. They need a safety, they need an outside corner, they need a wide receiver. Um, they need a backup tight end. Let's just call it what it is. I'm not taking a backup <laughs> tight end in the first round.
0: <laughs> Yo.
2: No, seriously, they ran a lot of 12 man personnel. You want dick rod out there? Is that who you want?
1: Yo. I need a backup tight end. That was not the position I expected. Linebacker,
2: uh, defensive tackle, edge rusher. There's so many fucking back Jason tight Kelsey's end, gonna retire. We got Tyree Jackson bro.
1: Jack Stall, Tyree Jackson. We're fine. Oh, yeah. We're fine. Yeah. We're fine. Jesus I didn't expect Christ
2: that reaction out of you.
1: Well, I did not expect to hear mockery. back up fucking tighter. <laughs> you know what direction I thought this conversation was going to go, and I thought that because you tweeted some nut shit yesterday that had nothing to do with anything. Dude, I tweeted
2: like I, – I just realized I had to chill. I tweeted like four different tweets in the span of like 10 minutes. Did you notice that?
1: I, I got home from I, work, and I had I all these ideas in my up. head. Would you, this man said like for the people that say receivers don't want to play – That that Jalen Hurts is the reason why receivers don't want to come here. Explain why Tyreek Hill left Kansas City. There's so many reasons (laughs) why those situations aren't even comparable. And you well, probably knew I, that I shit said, too. Explain why the it.
2: Chiefs traded away my home's number one weapon. That's what I yeah, said.
1: Yeah, so like the fact that the oh fact here we go. The, this is a great conversation. Let's the fact that this. Eagles don't use receivers doesn't compare to the Chiefs not wanting to pay one of their receivers thirty million <laughs> per year. It's two different ideal. <laughs> I could not believe it when I read that tweet. I was like, this guy's an idiot. Honestly. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, I got a couple other examples. I was gonna tweet it. Uh, I guess it would be What goes through your head when you tweet these things? Like you like, yeah, this shit's gonna be a banger, and then you tweet it. No, and you're that's like, not fuck, what man. I think about. I want to start conversation. I want to hear what people say. And for yeah, all the people that opinions are all, on that There one. were some people who agreed, and then there were some who didn't didn't agree. The Come first to the response I saw was mark, like,
1: Are you the first response I saw was like, Holy fuck, are you kidding me? <laughs> well,
2: okay, so another example. Another example. Listen, Dak Prescott, Cowboys trade away let's, let's fuck the contract thing. All right. Let's don't bring that up again. You have they traded to bring away it away Amari Cooper.
1: To. Yes, because he was getting paid $20 million a year. They're not paying him that. for not. Oh, are you oh but t- that
2: doesn't ap- that doesn't apply for the Eagles. Maybe they just didn't want – maybe, you know, because they were, they, were, they were the finalists for some of these receivers, and everybody's like, oh, they decided to go with this team because they didn't want to play with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts oh, is the reason they why they didn't want to they come to where here. They maybe the to Eagles didn't they want to pay him the all money that money.
1: Exactly. No, that's definitely part of the reason. They were out
2: of reach, but they were a finalist, which, by the way, guys, I'm not sure if you're aware, there's 32 teams in the NFL, so the Eagles were finalists. For some of these receivers, so well, that's maybe, because there's a lot of teams that don't
1: need receivers too. Like we need a receiver. Like everybody. You want needs to talk receivers. about finalists? It's like Eagles, Patriots Dallas
2: needs a receiver now. Apparently, my yeah, God, I don't know. Can I seen Dallas linked to fucking Brandon Cooks. Dak I'm like, has he's he's had how so much help you, since coming into the NFL. Man, you realize that? Like, I'm not here to shit on Dak. I think he's probably top. He's not top ten. Well, he's top. He's top twelve. Top thirteen. I'll there give you go. Him, top 12. Top
1: twelve. Top twelve.
2: But he's had so much help. He had the best wide receiver trio last year in the NFL. Like, that wasn't a historic trio. You had they three guys you could probably get a 1,000 yards.
1: Well, they had four guys. They had C.D. Lamb. Last year, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, albeit he was hurt for much of the season. Still then, lost in the first Cedric round. And Cedric Wilson. And Cedric Just Wilson. Just like us. And then you got CB1, Tony Pollard, and CB2, Ezekiel Elliott. And, I mean, uh, RB1, sorry. You got running back one. Rb two is Ezekiel Elliott here in the Rb two Ezekiel Elliott who makes <laughs> twenty million a year. So what did you say? He's going to be here. Is that what you said?
2: <laughs> no, I said oh, Rb two is that, coming. Absolutely not. No, oh, which Miles Sanders is probably going to be running. Well, I don't know. I just whatever. We won't get into. it. Yeah, Miles is a whole. Eagles aren't paying Miles fucking Sanders fucking. twenty mil. Shout out to Jerry Jones, you stupid old <laughs> fuck.
1: Yo. Yeah, we, that whole Miles situation is going to be interesting to see. We'll know after the draft how they feel about Miles if they take a running back like in the fucking fourth or fifth round. Then you're gonna they're gonna get a power back, Jordan Howard. Oh, yeah, Jordan Howard. esque <laughs> I remember when I wanted fucking yeah. AJ there you go. another need. Uh, yeah, yeah. Running six? back three is another need. <laughs> uh, I don't dude, know, dude man. said tight end two, bro. I
2: cannot, <laughs> I cannot believe this. Dude, that. we run twelve man personnel. You can't Jack throw Stoll, Jack bro. Stoll
1: out there. The guy's a blocking tight end, Tyree Jackson, bro. Tyree
2: you need bro. somebody who can do a little bit of both.
1: J uh, Jaw tight end, too. They got to oh, do something man. with that guy, man. They got to fuck around and do something. Yeah,
2: prime example. He's the second round pick on him. I wouldn't rule out anything, guys.
1: Yeah, and then, yeah, like you mentioned, Dallas, just they have the, Michael Gallup got paid. C.D. Lamb is still there. Now, apparently, they still need a third wide receiver, and Dallas fans are clamming for Brandon Cooks, who is another guy I would I definitely I saw somebody at. saying First that they
2: all, should go after DK Metcalf. Like,
1: good lord. <laughs> What the hell, man? They're just
2: living. Yo, fan- Yo you know what it is, and I, I, this isn't new. The Cowboys and their fan base are literally Lakers fans. The most obnoxious. Oh, yeah, you're right. Annoying- and the Yankees fans too. Oh my god! And it's always like, oh, anytime a superstar is available, they could have, you know, CD Lamb, who's probably going to be a top five, top ten receiver, and they'll still want, you know, DK Metcalf. Like, what's wrong with you guys? You guys aren't. Yeah. A, you're not going to build a super team. This isn't you know, like I tweeted, Madden.
1: I tweeted the other day that if there was a guy I'm looking to trade for. It would be Brandon Cooks just because he's 28 years old. The Texans are obviously rebuilding six, 1,000 yards. He is the seasons. oldest
2: 28 year old in the NFL. He's got to be. League. And he's only due $12.5
1: million in base salary next year. And the amount of people that told me to go fuck myself and that Damn. the dude is a walking concussion. I was like, all right, man, look. Like, what what option do you want? Like, you want a veteran guy. Draft he's an form, explosive man. guy. He is 1,000 giving, yards. I don't every know if I'm coming off a
2: second form. How, 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 what no, was not his not numbers last year? No, no, I'm not giving you oh, a second I thought you said second
1: no 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 i'm i no no years ago six. he was worth that i'm not giving up a second a fourth fifth i would i would do that oh, but brandon okay. cooks, but brandon i read cooks you is, wrong but brandon cooks is still like he had six one thousand yard seasons every time he steps onto mm. the field with a subpar qbs who's this guy playing with name or to him for brandon, so
2: long you remember
1: brandon cooks was playing with freaking like i don't even know the qbs his man was playing with tj yates at one point like this guy is productive no matter who the quarterback is last year. He had a thousand yards last year. Ninety wow. catches for a thousand thirty-seven yards, six touchdowns. You don't want that that's on the Eagles crazy. for all the people that told me to go fuck off. Yeah, I would take Brandon Cooks in a fucking Damn. second. Fourth, fifth rounder. I'll do that shit. We have three fucking fifth rounders now after the Saints trade. You're not giving up one of those for Brandon Cooks? Shit, I'll oh, mind. I would do it. Yeah, I would yeah, do that's it. what the fuck I was. People doing. told you you were wrong for that. What the fuck's wrong? I mean, with I people? mean, I'm being a little dramatic. They didn't say oh. I was wrong. They were just like, he's a walking concussion. No thanks. You guys trade for anybody. You don't know football. Why do you have a Twitter? Like, you know, it comes... You know what? Other
2: conversation kind of needs to be dismissed, too, a little bit. Mm. And it's kind of proving me wrong and a lot of other people wrong you, too. But, oh, like, oh, everybody says, like, I agree we need a big-bodied, like, outside wide receiver. But a big body I, don't think the Eagles, I don't think the Eagles feel the same. I'm going to be honest oh. with you. I just think... You think so? No, they just... I don't think so. They just want oh. talent. They just want, like... Oh, no. Well, just look you know at all the players means. they've been linked to. Calvin Ridley's the same build as the Smith. Yeah, he's a Smith.
1: prolific wide receiver. They don't give a fuck about exactly. they build. Exactly. They just, like, that's
2: what, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, this kind of applies to the same you thing know what about, that means? Like, drafting for position instead of drafting for, like, the talent.
1: You know what that talent means? Talent
2: overrules everything,
1: guys. Let's just get that through your goddamn heads. That means they're taking Jamison Williams, if that's the case. There you go. If they don't give a fuck about size. Is he worth the, the top pro- 20 pick to you? Uh, see, I was gonna make a, a reel on this today. I go back and forth on Jamison a lot because on one end he's the when healthy he's the most dynamic guy in the draft. Mm. When when healthy, but you don't know how he's going to recover. He's the same build as Devontae. It. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. You want to know how I tough. feel about
2: him? Hmm. I'll tell you right now. It'll make up for all the wrongs, and I <laughs> made a lot of wrongs with Jalen Rager. Man, holy hell. I've taken so much heat for this guy for him to just keep posting. Yeah, you these got stupid, blocked by
1: fucking Monte Rager, bro.
2: Yeah, come on, man. I've did nothing but defend this kid, and I still think he has potential and talent. But you know what? They draft Jameson Williams, Rager. You can pack your bags, boy. I th-
1: yeah. some
2: people said they were surprised he wasn't included in that Saints trade.
1: Uh what? I'm not, yeah, like, like, not, I'm not moving know. Rager. They're not going to they're not gonna move him. Oh damn, you believe in Rager, huh? I don't believe in him. I just don't think the Eagles are going to move him. I don't. I don't know. I'm what are slot. you going to get for Rager? What are you going to get for him?
2: That would hey, Devontae, Quez, and Jamison Williams would be pretty
1: dynamic. And all those guys do the same thing. <laughs> oh my god, no, they don't. <laughs> Minus Devontae. he's a he's a he's a he's the best. Hey, route what runner. am I talking
2: about? I want Garrett I Wilson. Can we we gotta stop? Yeah, can I numbers. get
1: Garrett or Burks? That's the guy. I he's think Burks. Traylenburgs-
2: he's almost well. Okay. Not, I'm wrong. He's not almost as fast as Jamison Williams, but he's fast. All right, yeah, let's calm
1: the fuck down. All right. Let's calm let's calm. Yeah, down. but he's a football player just like Devontae Smith. I want You know who's the ideal fit for Traylon Burks? Like the team, the fucking Packers. Aaron Rodgers would turn that guy into fucking Devontae Adams too. Yeah, they
2: now that they lost him, they just need somebody who can be
1: Trail. I mean would be disgusting on the Packers. I can Ebo see Debo Samuel slash
2: AJ Brown. Hey, yeah, I'd like Lester. him here. He's a perfect compliment to Devontae. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, that's what I'll say. I'll take him. Especially for a team
2: like us, who's not very pass heavy, you can implement him in the run game. At least I would would take.
1: You know who I would take in the second?
2: In the second, oh, Christian Watson, bro.
1: I knew it. (laughs) Well, I hope I'm. I gotta look into him. We'll see, Christian Watson. You don't gotta look into him. Just go. I would take in the second round. George Pickens. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I fucking knew it, dude. Is there anything else we need to cover before we get out of here? I know you got a – You were laughing at the, the backup
2: tight end thing, but I was really looking. I was reading You were dead-ass about this, it. That's why I'm I laughing because his, I know you're dead-ass serious. No, if name. No, in the mid – they have 10 picks. In the mid-rounds, if they get a nice, – there's this guy. I forget his name. Somebody tell me who it is. He's 6'7". So, you know, if you don't feel it – if you if you don't believe in Tyree Jackson coming back from his injury, hey. I do. I do. Make, I do. make a run at another big-body season and Jack tight
1: end. And Jack Stoll.
2: Twelve man personnel. There you go.
1: You meant that shit with all your heart. Backup tight end. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> you said that shit so, with conviction.
2: What's like more a of a like... need: a running back or a tight end?
1: Uh. Oh. Um. Uh, because
2: you can't sit here and say he's. Gonna I'm gonna, be gonna be say running back, running back three. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Yeah. Back. See.
1: Because you don't know about rank. miles. you don't know about miles. I'm not doing Boston Scott for another fucking. I'm not doing. You don't Boston know if Scott
2: Kenneth. I, okay, I believe in Kenneth Gainwell. That was literally oh, my yeah, guy. I did forget last year. about the Gain fact I that he drafted about him. Gainwell. Holy hell! Yeah, but. I did forget
1: about Gainwell. That's a big W for you because I'm. He's he ideally like out. a
2: really good complimentary piece. I feel like he's
1: a Swiss Army knife. He's like your Darren Sproul's, uh, mm-hmm. You know. You know he's he's your he's your multi back, but as far as like a third down a three down back this is a big year for miles man if he he needs he it's not about the talent with miles it's about staying healthy and and the fumbling you got yeah. you got to stop fumbling at inconvenient times and you got to you got to stay on the field but when on the field obviously he's a top 10 running back like this man leads the league in yards per carry and he just he just can't stay on the field that's that's the big issue with him we we'll have to see and running back is also the most replaceable position in football so you can draft yeah. the guy plug him in especially in a rush heavy offense like this i'm sure Anybody would be productive. You saw it with Boston, you saw it with Jordan Howard, you saw it with Gainwell. No matter who was running behind this offensive line, they were productive. So I'm sure that's another thing that goes yeah. into the Eagles' line of thinking and will be Smallwood. next off season Yeah, okay. You lost me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for the offensive to this line episode.
2: was so good. I had people convincing themselves that Wendell Smallwood, they're like, Yeah, hey, you know what? Maybe we can get by with him.
1: Stop. Oh man. Who's Wendell at now? He's on Washington. He, he's been bounced around the NFC East. That's I so. just remember the one was time. Was Wendell he had even that, good when he was here? Was he, he the one who
2: it? had that like touchdown catch from Carson in the Washington game or something like that? And I just remember Carson was mic'd up and like. He, Carson goes up to him and he's like he's like all oh, right Wendell it's like the last thing expected this man calls him like I mean I guess what else are you gonna call him like I, I figured he'd have like a nickname or something hey,
1: Wendell. do you remember Wendell. Uh, I remember I remember when we drafted this man his Twitter comments were just like off the off the wall this is why I don't want to edit button kind of on Twitter because people can go back and fix all their wild tweets in the past oh he had some wild tweets yeah, yeah. Back then, Carson had a window. Carson had. Well, some too. I mean, Carson had some too. Honestly, that's what. And now Carson's in Washington, and we got to see this dude twice a year, and that's gonna be. It's gonna be uh, fun. I thought to see. Corey
2: Clement was about to get a max running back contract after the after Super, Bowl Super Bowl. after that Super Bowl. I was honest, like, man. dude, he's
1: gonna be here for five years, and now he's almost out the league again. He was with Dallas. He was he with was the Giants, awesome, though, and then he was with Dallas. But you know, you know, everybody shines has has their moment to shine, and then. We did he it. have a moment to shine? That was a hell of a moment to, him, to do man. it. The Super Bowl. Yeah, man. Shit. Hell yeah. Are you taking Nick Fold back? He's reportedly on the block again. No? Okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, we have Gardner Minshew. Who <laughs> yeah. Some people he, believe I'm is...
1: surprised he's still on the fucking roster, to be honest. He might get moved for to move up in a draft or something. We'll have to see. Mm, that's what, interesting. See that mm, yeah, that's that's a good point. I should write something soon on potential landing spots because there's a lot of you know who should be all over
2: him? Detroit
1: <sighs> Carolina.
2: Oh. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, what the hell? I didn't even think of that. They got over
1: Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is on podcast talking about I'm an elite quarterback and I proved it. When the fuck did you ever prove this? This man is a, 17 and 32 what a bust as a starter. He's been, man. 54 touchdowns and 52 interceptions in his career. And Everybody like, was talking it. about
2: how he was gonna be so good on the Panthers. Yeah,
1: I was one of them. I was like, he's I don't no, really? I don't think he's as bad as he was on the Jets. I think he'll he'll look all right on the Panthers. I was wrong. That, that mm. dude sucks. Horrible. Who do you think's gonna be better next season? Uh, Zach Wilson or, or Trevor Lawrence? Has Trevor to be Trevor, Lawrence. right? Has to be Trevor, that right? Dougie P, that yeah, Dougie P has to be Trevor. Appreciate you guys for listening to this episode. Be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, anywhere else. You get your shows, rate five stars, leave those views. Be sure to sign up for SeatGeek, get 20 bucks off your first purchase with promo code The Philly Pod. And also, we always forget to mention this, but you need to get up on the uh, on the drink of choice mm. of the podcast, the drink of choice that we'll we be indulging in all summer long. The good old holler hit. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> we're had it in actually, a while, man. You better bring an, that next time. Yeah, yeah. Bring this. It's, it's, we're actually fucking official ambassadors after harassing them to to Holy no Now we're literally ambassadors. Yeah, they send us bottles possible. to my door. They send me bottles to my door. You get merch. You get the whole shit. If you follow me on Instagram, you've you've you've, you've seen it. So I shout have out hat to them back here on the shelf. Damn. Oh yeah, the hat. The hat. <laughs> what if we <laughs> wear our hats like fucking tool bags on the next one? <laughs> Just straightforwards. I have to make my post soon or they're going to kick me out the ambassador program. I got to hurry up and.
2: Hey man, the howler head bottle. The last time I was out at an Eagle's tailgate made its way around. That's oh, all I got to yeah, say. Did it ever. It's, it's made, it made its it way ever. in the East. There's a video no. of me
1: on Twitter somewhere circulating where I'm just drinking that shit straight in the park out of the yeah, bottle, man. man. Good time. Steven, let the people know where they can find you, what you've got coming up. What is in the pipeline for the YouTube channel?
2: Yes. So Steven Conrad jr. On all socials. That's, Pretty much everywhere twitter um instagram i'm trying to take that game to the next level um i'm open to any and all ideas i'm trying to start taking some cool pictures all that kind of stuff most importantly though youtube is where i do everything like my you know my video content and stuff like that obviously this is an eagles podcast but i'm working on some sixer stuff because you know we got the playoff run coming up there are some eagles uh videos on here you'll want to check out there's a really cool jalen hurts uh hype video because matter of fact guys Jalen Hurts is officially the Philadelphia Eagles 2022 starting quarterback. And honestly until we draft
1: Carson Strong in the third round and fucking <laughs> send the shit Aww. into Matt Coral in the second Matt the fall to the yeah. second, or whatever his uh, name is.
0: Coral. <laughs> <laughs> Matt
2: Coral. Oh man. Another oh, tight man. yeah, so
1: yeah, tight end too, dude. <laughs> I, I just sure know
2: that's gonna going to be clipped it, up and posted on social media. Oh, I can't man. Wait it's going to be so weird because he, like,
1: <laughs> t- he was like tied into. two. Oh, my God. Because so it's, it's true, though. Yeah. Jack tall, bro. Jack this stole, team has shit. so
2: many holes and everybody's like, oh, man, can't accomplish anything till we get a quarterback. Can I, oh, we're 45 minutes in. I wanted to touch on this earlier, but... Um, Look, if we wanted Russell Wilson, if this, if Howie and the Eagles believed that this team could truly cont- compete, no, seriously, and I want you to clip this and post this on social media so I can stop tweeting it because I can never fit enough fucking characters in to tweet it. If they wanted Russell Wilson, they could have got him. They had three first-round picks. We all said they Russell weren't going to keep wanted, all three. Russell never
1: wanted to come here, dude.
2: They oh, whatever, man. It doesn't matter. They had three. They could have got him if they wanted Russell's him.
1: Russell said, I'm not going there, dude. I'm not waving my no trade clause. They together.
2: believe more in Jalen Hurts than any quarterback in this draft. I'm not saying well, they, they have believe no in well. To. They,
1: they, didn't, they didn't get Deshaun. They didn't get Russell. So they said, I got, well, Jalen is it then. All right.
2: You guys are That's writing true. this guy off, and you just shouldn't do it. <laughs> Should not do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't write off Jalen Hurts. He's progressed
2: every year since his first year in oh, Alabama, man. and I will bring up the numbers next time. I will yeah, do it.
1: Yeah, we'll make sure we, we leave it next time. pod for you guys. To he do doesn't that progress.
2: It's the same guy as the scouting report said. That's not true. Every Read the numbers. Nope. Nope. Philadelphia's only eye test people. Whatever, man.
1: Hey, Whatever. Yeah, 16, 16 passing touchdowns, 9 picks, 10 of them rushing touchdowns that's why that's why people get upset 26 total touchdowns Does rushing scale?
2: touchdowns don't count though
1: yeah it doesn't count to people it doesn't count because we don't need a running back we need a quarterback says a lot of the fan base be sure to subscribe guys tune in for the next one follow us on all socials until the next one y'all peace out from the philly Pop.